Hello. Wait, why am I nervous? <laughs> I'm Lindsay. I'm Chellum. And we're not dead. We're not dead. Um, it was a long what six months now? Yeah, because like July. No, August. No, September was our last one. Really? Yeah. The last one we posted was September. That's crazy. We took a little mini hiatus, but it wasn't a one direction hiatus, it was a five sauce hiatus. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Welcome to the late night talking podcast. Well, there's a lot of things that happened. Obviously, we're a little bit into February. We have a lot to catch up on. For sure. We have half of 2022 to catch up on, a month of 2023 to catch up on. Yeah. We're just going to catch you up on our lives. But first, we have to talk about something that happened so recently. <laughs> like literally like two days ago. The Grammys. The Grammaries. The Grammaries. The I wish we had like a... You know how iCarly has, like, a laugh track and stuff like that? We should get a yes. fart track. Oh, my gosh. You know that app? Yeah. I get the app. Should we get the app? I was just going to say we play, like, fart noises. <laughs> so, the Grammys. Um, We both watched them live together. Can I say, what was your Grammy, Grammy, Grammy cry? Oh, my gosh. Grammy cry count at the end? Mine, I only cried twice. Are you sure it wasn't three? Yeah. Well, mine was, okay, mine was three. And then I cried the next day. Yeah. Oh, Maybe then mine was four. three if okay. we're counting next day cries. Any Grammy like related. Grammy, yeah. yeah. So I'm at four, Chalum's at three. Well, to preface, mine was like one and a half about Harry Styles because the first cry I had over the Grammys was over Migos and Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And then the second was cry was because James Corden walked out to Late Night <laughs> Oh, talking, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> and I love James Corden. I think he's a wonderful man. He'll be on the podcast soon. He'll be on the podcast <laughs> next week. <laughs> the late, late <laughs> talking show. That's good. Thanks. Thanks. Copyright. James Gordon can buy that from us. Um, you know how like podcasts have sponsors? We could get tiny like Etsy shops to sponsor us. Oh, so it's like they get a little bit of advertisement and yeah. then we get a little bit of money and or free merch. I had to turn off Twitter for a day. Me too. Because and TikTok. Yeah. I was we we had a our social media detox for 24 social hours social media detox mine was a little less than 24 hours because well I had an exam on Monday and I was so excited to get on Twitter and get on TikTok after TikTok was actually serving but I'm on Harry TikTok yeah. but I'm on Harry Twitter too but with Twitter it's like if Harry Styles is mentioned it'll, it'll show up on my thing and there was a lot of hate a yeah. lot of haters it's just because he's too sexy <laughs> we'll talk all about it because there was a lot of controversy. There's just, here's the thing. I've realized just people hate for, hate to hate. And I say that as a hateful people person. People love to hate. They love to hate. Yeah. And I am a hateful person. No, you're not. I hate some things a No, lot. you don't. I actually got, no, you're right. I'm just, what's the word? I don't think I'm judgmental. I don't know what Opinionated. I Yeah. That's a good one. I'm opinionated. Yeah. And that's okay. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll talk about what Harry said in his speech. Okay. I'm not going to say anything because I'm a privileged white girly. So you go ahead. Well, I don't really know what to say either. I mean, he did say it doesn't happen to people like him. He is a white man. Like a lot of things just happened to him. In Harry's defense, I feel like we don't know what perspective he's coming from. Because a lot of the people that were defending him, us included, 
we're saying that it's like he came from a lower middle class upbringing in a tiny little town yeah. where nothing really happens. Like he had to go to work from a young age. He was on a little talent show that happened to win that. And now he's winning Grammys. And that pipeline doesn't happen quite often. No. So there's that. But also in comparison to like other people, he's white and coming off as like cisgendered so that's like I guess not cool okay shout out to Hope Woodard on TikTok um but she made a TikTok saying like she knows that Harry shouldn't have said that but also he was like but what is it what did he say don't worry darling oh he was like it's I like it because it really this movie feels like a movie yeah it really feels like a movie like, he just, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, he liked the movie because it feel, felt like a movie. Like, he just says stupid shit. Do we cuss? Do we say bad words? We've, we've cussed before. Okay. Um, He just says things to say things. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those moments where he just kind of spoke. Which, I agree, was maybe not the most tasteful thing to say. But, I don't know. People but- have said a lot worse. Trevor Noah said a lot worse Trevor, to Harry Styles. Period. Kind of going back to the Harry Styles thing. Um, even if I didn't know him as a person, I know no one who would have gotten on that stage and said that would have meant that yeah. in a way as if they're portraying that that's how he meant it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody would be, like, go up on the stage at the Grammys and be like, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to have this happen to me. Yeah. And like, also, I don't remember if it was... I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. I don't know if it was during that speech or if it was the after the Grammys. One of the speeches, he was like, nobody writes songs to win Grammys. Like, you write them because you want to write songs. And, like, you want to share the talent and, like, you know, the passion that you have for music. And then if a Grammy comes along with it, it's like, that's really cool. Yeah. Which is how he definitely... Can I also talk about, since you bring that up, at that same interview, how... No, I'll bring it up. No, say it. You said it. I was just going to talk about how he said the fans, like, the thing he's... I sold this to you yesterday. Like, the thing that he's most proud in the whole world is that this fan base that he's created is able to go into a room and love on tour and completely change the dynamic and let everyone be who they want to be and feel what they want to feel. And it truly is amazing and I'm just gonna say this right now if you think Harry was sick and tired at the Grammys you can click off this podcast right now because Mm -hmm. I'm a hater of people who think Harry is sick and tired he's a grown-ass man and I say that as someone who used to say that (laughs) my little baby's sick shut the fuck up go touch some grass sorry I got a little upset I'm gonna keep talking about that because the thing is I saw a lot another reason I got upset they were like he just isn't his energetic self Whenever we see his, like, quote-unquote energetic self, it's when he's on stage at Love on Tour, which is his tour. Yeah. It's his fans. People are paying money to see him. Obviously, he's going to put on a show. Versus the Grammys, it's not about him. I mean, we made it about him, but that's because it's us. Did you? Okay, also, Taylor Swift and Lizzo and Adele really carried the Harrys at the Grammys. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Lindsay almost turned into a Taylor fan after the Grammys. (laughs) I don't hate Taylor. I was just really mad that she be as it was for all too well 10 minute version because I thought that came out in 2021. Mm. Did it not? It did. <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Did you see that video of that man yelling, get off the stage at the Grammys? Yeah. Was that to Harry? Yeah. I didn't see it in any context. I just saw the clip. I saw the clip as well, but it was so blurry. Was it, in a, was it in a TikTok? Was it in a TikTok yeah. edit? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we probably saw the same yeah. thing. Um. Anyways, I'm not going to speak on that because I don't know the context. Yeah. But, I don't know. But going back to, like, the performance thing, he obviously goes above and beyond for Love on Tour because oh, yeah. everyone's there to see him. Versus the Grammys, you're just there to, like, celebrate music. It's a bunch of narcissistic celebrities all in one room. And you can, as much as you can say, like, they're not all narcissistic. Yes, they are. They're celebrities. Anyone with that amount of money, they've got to be full of themselves. I would be too. I'm already full of myself. Harry's narcissistic. Yeah. Arrogant. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Ring any bells. (laughs) 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 Um, So, like, I don't even know what point I was making for that. I think it's just um oh yes I remember the point I was making they're all mean nobody is gonna get up like they're not haters are gonna they're not popping pussy out on the Mm. out in the crowd to like (laughs) get Harry to look at them they're sitting there like everyone was just watching Taylor though shout out to Miss Taylor Taylor. who (laughs) obviously (laughs) listens to our podcast shout out to her every single performance she was up there she was like her during the Bad Bunny performance was my favorite, personally. <laughs> I, I he was the only Taylor. one standing for Kim Petrus and Sam Smith. Yeah. I do love Taylor. Anyways. Deep down. Harry was shaking his little booty in the stand. But also, he's a shy little baby. He's a little baby. <laughs> but also, he's not a little baby. He's a grown-ass man. He picks his own outfit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Harry Lambert, if you want to come on the podcast... Okay, can we say one more thing? Harry Lambert, I love you. Anthony Pham, I love you. Who is hating on these poor men? I know. Harry clearly likes them. Yeah. Harry pays them for their services. Yeah. And anyways. They know Harry better than we do. Did you see the thing Anthony Pham posted? No. He reposted one of the girl, a girl like made a TikTok and she was like, Harry Styles needs to get rid of Anthony Pham. And he reposted on his story. And then Lloyd tweeted, and he was like, or Anthony tweeted Lloyd and was like, I'm here with you, or like, we're in this together, because people were coming after both of them. That makes me upset. Yeah. My, I will say, I know this is your answer too, our favorite Harry Styles photographer is Brooke Photo Edit. We love Brooke no, Photo Halloween. Edit. No, Oh, I do love Halloween. But Brooke current. Photo Edit. Current. current. But that's another thing. People will hate for no reason. Like, they're just, I know it's the internet. And people are just, they're going to hate. But that brings me to IRL. They hate off the internet too. Yeah. Now that brings me to the class that I'm taking. So I, well, I'm a psychology major, but I'm really like my area of interest in psychology is like intersectionality and like women's studies psychology. And even when I, part of the reason why we didn't podcast for a few months is because I was in Spain, where I also took classes on gender women's studies in Spanish. So that was really cool. Um, Spanish podcast coming soon. No, that's scary. Anyways, I'm taking C. C. <laughs> that's our whole podcast. We. Oui. <laughs> hey, that's French. That's French. <laughs> what is that from? We. Oui. Oh, that just is what that Nicki Minaj? Oh, probably. <laughs> I'm looking at TikTok, but I don't know if we came up oui. with it. 
Oui. Um, yeah, I'm taking a class and it's a gender woman studies class, but the subtitle is gender and sexuality in pop music, i.e. Harry Styles. And so I'm taking it, not just because of him. I am interested in gender woman studies as well. But today we were talking about queer baiting and performativity and like stage gay and things like that. And obviously Harry's name got brought up there. And that was like probably the first time in my life where I had to like really defend something that I love. But I did not realize that supporting Harry Styles was becoming a little controversial. So it obviously started with someone talking about what he said at the Grammys. And I was like, I agree. That was maybe like not a best taste, but like with everything, we don't know the person's true intent. And then this other undisclosed unnamed kid in my class was like, well, he queer baits and he makes money off of queer fans, which brings me to this article from Fatala. And it's this article called is stage gay queer baiting the politics of performative hetero hetero homoeroticism and emo bands so this does focus on emo music that's us <laughs> sorry the whole article is about luke hemmings basically this book or this article defines queer baiting as a technique used primarily by media writers and networks attempted to court queer viewers by strategically hinting at queer relationships before publicly denying that said relationships existed so basically it's like when you're trying to make money off of queer fans by you yourself acting queer, but then denying that, like, denying your own queerness and saying that you're straight. So basically straight people using the gays, which Lindsay's straight, I'm bi. So I feel like we're getting <laughs> perspectives. We're getting used, bitch. We're getting used. <laughs> we're getting used. He doesn't just use the gays, he uses... He, the girlies he uses everyone who's mentally like, wait, the girls, the, wait what's that saying girls gays and bays yes yeah <laughs> we're all in it we're all running through the trenches because this kid in my class brought up the fact he's like all of harry's fans are, are gay and he uses that to make money off of them he makes money off of us regardless of our sexualities <laughs> he said, i don't discriminate give me your money <laughs> everybody give me your money well, also, the main argument, like, it's like, oh, how is Harry queer baiting? And I feel like the first thing everyone always brings up is how he dresses. Yeah. But I thought this was 2023. I thought we had decided that clothes have no gender, clothes have no sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, the math is not mathing. Like, the same people who are, like, saying that clothes have no, and the same people who are believing that clothes have no gender and clothes have no sexuality are the same people who are saying that Harry is queer baiting in that right yeah so I don't know maybe people just need to like think a little harder about things before they say them and then it was the whole (laughs) no I agree because we think a lot Lindsay and I well sometimes we don't but for these we think for these podcasts we did for today we thought today (laughs) breaking news we thought I never stopped thinking about this since it happened I never stopped thinking about Harry since birth. Birth. <laughs> oh, his outfits. Because that was another thing. So in class, we compared Harry's outfit choices to like Timothy Chalamet, which I will go on the record. It's not that I'm not a Timothy Chalamet fan. I'm just like, I have no opinion of him. He's just a person to me. But Timothy Chalamet also like wears the rings like Harry does. Paints his nails sometimes, wears a couple of sparkly outfits on the red carpet or whatever. 
and they're calling that as queer baiting versus like I don't know I know it's different when it's like men and women or whatever but if a woman like Ash for example I love Ash she wears suits all the time like in most of her music videos she's dressed very like masculinely but I wouldn't call that queer baiting she's just wearing a suit so I don't understand why Harry can't wear like sparkles or like fun colors that's just a man dressing femininely maybe but that's not queer baiting at all and not to like I don't want to like label Harry or anything yeah and I don't want to say anything that's not true but how can you queer bait if you're queer yeah that's and I know he's not out and I I mean I don't know what he identifies as I don't know what he believes but like Mm -hmm. looking at the late night talking music video he's on a date with a man the lights up music video he's with men and women he's with men and women the lyrics to medicine boys and the girls but that was a big argument that people in my class made as well was like this straight white man can't like dress up like this and profit all of these things or like I guess even like write those write songs like that if he himself is not out and then this other girl, she's not even a Harry, but she stood up for him. She really took the weight off my shoulders. <laughs> she said, well, what do celebrities owe us to, like, know their sexuality? You wouldn't so go true. up to a random person at, like, Kroger and be like, are you a lesbian? So why are we doing that with celebrities? Like, they are also people. Like, yes, they have a lot of money, but they also have a lot of unwanted media attention. And they don't owe it to us to, like, we don't have to know their sexuality. And then I thought of, like, Kit Connor. When did that happen? Was it over the summer? And like, I don't know the full context of it. He was seen with the man or like, what was it? Well, his, I'm, what is that show called? Heartstopper. Heartstopper, yeah. Um, Him and his co-star, they would hold hands in public Mm -hmm. and they would like be really touchy. His co-star was out, but Kit was not. Yes. Um, I don't know if that is everything that happened, but I know what I saw was them, like, holding hands in public Mm -hmm. and, like, just being really touchy-feeling, which also doesn't mean that someone is queer. Um, But the media took that, specifically Twitter, and they were like, oh my gosh, Kit Connor's gay, look look at all of these things, and they forced Kit Connor, who is an 18-year-old, 19-year-old boy, to come out. Because he felt the need to defend himself and be like, yeah, yes, I am. Like, how do you feel about, like, forcing this child, essentially, this young adult to come out? Which really puts into perspective, like, how much we dehumanize celebrities. Mm -hmm. And just because, I don't know. I also am, I just watched Harry, what is it? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's little thingy. Yeah. And, like, how they had a lot of family secrets come out about them, which... Obviously, they come from a lot of privilege, too, but a whole the reason they left the royal family was because, like, they had no privacy, and they were leaking a bunch of things about Meghan Markle's family history and, like, about her relationships with her family and things like that, which isn't our business to begin with. Like, they're allowed to have their own private lives, so I don't understand. But then there's people like Noah Schnapp, who made his own TikTok of his own accord on his own timeline, being like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. And that was completely fine because that's him choosing to tell us. Yeah. Can I bring up something else? No. <laughs> no, we're Dang done. End of podcast. <laughs> um, I also feel like people are just kind of discrediting the fact that Harry could also be a bisexual. Yeah. Or be like unlabeled, just be queer, or be unlabeled. Yeah. Like, yes, you've only seen him with women, mm-hmm. but have you only seen him with women? He has been out with men. 
multiple times. <laughs> it's Xander being him being out in public with Xander in the same way he's out in public with a woman, a woman, but it's automatic that he's dating a woman if he's out in public with a woman, but when he's out in public with a gay man, he's not dating the gay man. Yeah. Anyways. And that's also I don't think Xander's gay, actually. Well, we don't Is know. He? I don't know anything about him. I don't him. know anything about him. Either, Harry wished him happy birthday like this year. Yeah, he did. <laughs> There's still talk. But um, what was I going to say? In the Rolling Stones interview that he did not too long ago, they were talking about like, because that's when him and Olivia were whatever they were. They were hanging out, whatever. And he was like, well, I don't know. Like, you're with a lot of women, Harry. Obviously, kind of pushing that whole sex symbol womanizer thing. I do want to go yeah, on a Trevor Noah rant. about sex symbols. We have to bring it up. Trevor Noah. Yeah. I want to go on a rant so bad. Dude, that was a really shitty thing of him to say. Why would you call someone a sex symbol? Okay, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's a script that he has given or he makes his own script or he's allowed to, like, you know like i don't know if it was who wrote it yeah i don't know who wrote it but he said it so he's gonna get the backlash yeah (laughs) that's how it works um but like it was so messed up but it was just like it's a it's the grammys you talk about music at the grammys he wouldn't have gone up to adele and be like oh you're or i don't know it was like a music taylor swift i don't know yeah like you're a sex symbol or like gone up to bad bunny be like you're a sex symbol disregarding all of his musical success and Mm -hmm. like putting that label on him, which is a label that Harry has been given since he was 16. And a label that he has openly said made him uncomfortable. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if that was a real article. I just saw it on Twitter. But, I mean, we know more than once, or we know that he has visibly been uncomfortable at the yeah topic of being a sex symbol and yeah. being a womanizer. A womanizer, all, all that thing, all that stuff. So, I don't know. But, and I also, like, feel like those labels of being a sex symbol, being a womanizer, feeds into the idea of him being straight, which Mm -hmm. then feeds into the idea of him queer baiting whenever he's, like, doing anything that isn't heteronormative. Yeah. So, that really made me upset that Trevor Noah said that, and I forgot what I was saying before. I'll just bring this up anyways. Well, a lot of people in my class were bringing up, like, Harry wearing a dress on Vogue, and they were like... He's taking all the credit and he's acting like he's the only man to ever wear a dress. He's never said that. No, he's not. No one on his team has been like, first man in dress, heavy styles. Or first man to paint his nails. He's just doing it. And because, again, he is a white man, given that the spotlight is always on him, given the power that he has, people are looking up to him. And then other people feel more comfortable doing, wearing a pearl necklace, like guys wearing pearl necklaces. But <laughs> just like painting their nails and things like that. He's never taken credit for it. It's just he has the spotlight on him. So I feel like he is being more comfortable with himself, which in turn sets the trend, quote unquote, for other people to feel more comfortable in expressing themselves in those ways, those more feminine ways. But he's not the first person to do it. No, he's not. And he's not going to be the last. Yeah. It's just crazy to me how we have not evolved. Like, watching the Elvis movie kind of awoke something in me because he was dressing different than normal, and he was getting a lot of hate for it. Mm-hmm. And people were like, he's gay, he's gay, look at how he's dressing. He nearly went to jail. Yeah. And, like, it's just that as the years have gone by, nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. But now, looking back, 
people praise Elvis. I mean, I'm I praise Elvis. Like he's he's, he's great. great. He was the great. Yeah. So, like, I just don't want that to happen. Like, whenever Harry's gone or whenever he retires, then we look back and we're going to be like, oh, he actually like we shouldn't have to wait until after it was gone mm-hmm. to appreciate the music that he made yeah. and him being comfortable in him in himself. Yeah. I don't think that made sense. No, I but I've been thinking about as soon as I watched the Elvis movie, I was like, mm, this, is, this is giving Harry. Yeah. Because everyone was like it like obsessed with Elvis. Mm-hmm. But there was a the people that weren't obsessed with Elvis was like, he's gay. He needs to go to jail. Mm-hmm. So they sent him to the war to straighten him out. Yeah. Sent him to jail. So they sent him to war. They did. They, they did. Sent, they made him go to war. They did. And then that also in that gender woman studies class, we were talking about Prince and how mm-hmm. Prince, like, on stage was very androgynous, very feminine. He's only, like, 5'2". He's very petite, but he would, like, wear high heels and he would wear makeup and, like, sing songs about kids questioning their sexuality and, like, have this very androgynous appearance to him. But he was married to a wife the whole time. He had kids. He had a family of his own. And a lot of people, like, labeled that as queer baiting. And throughout, like, the height of his career, he never once was like, no, guys, like, I like men, too. But everything he was doing was, like, he had a wife, but he's doing all of these things. Clearly, he's queer baiting. Yeah. Until, like, the very end of his career, like, he's doing interviews. And, like, now he, well, he's dead now. Rest in peace, Prince. But it, like, is more understood that he was bisexual. But also, that was more of a time where, like, bisexuality wasn't really a term that was used that often and it was either you're gay or you're straight yeah but queerness like gender is the spectrum and I feel like even now like sure Harry is seen with women and things like that but he can well the other interview where they're like what's your sexuality which first of all don't ask people that it's a little weird if they come out and tell you that's fine but like he was like well I'm just Harry like I'm just me which is fine like I think that's about the same as being unlabeled so no one owes their sexuality to you so true and like you can't I don't know I do understand queer baiting is an issue for certain people and there are a lot of artists that do deserve to receive the backlash they do for queer baiting like the whole panic at the disco thing like making out on stage and being like guys just kidding we're straight we have our socks on we have our socks on and then like getting angry at people writing like gay fan fiction after they're like very Mm-hmm. openly like you know doing a lot of gay stuff on stage well no now on to the next topic yeah now on to harry's house deserved album of the year i'm so sorry beyonce and abba and all the other people i think honestly it was a toss-up for me because even if harry had lost i'd be like okay but i think it was a very just des- like well-deserved win but i it's so hard because obviously I clearly have bias. So yeah. I can't be like, even if I wasn't a Harry fan, like Harry's House is definitely yeah. the song of the I album. I think Fine Line is a better album than Harry's House. I but feel like if between the two, Fine Line should have gotten a Grammy. If we're talking like charts, yeah. and if we're talking statistically speaking, mm-hmm. Harry's House outsold. Yeah. Actually, Midnight's outsold. <laughs> yeah, but. But it's it was too late in the game, I think, for them to get, yeah. for a Taylor to get anything. She'll be back next year. She's um, there every year. You She's going to get it all anyways. I'm upset Five Sauce did not get nominated for Grammys, but ABCDEFU did. Yeah. Five Sauce, it was 80% self-produced, all self, like they wrote the whole album themselves, 
they had a few like album or song singles on the radio complete mess was on the radio i heard me myself and i and blender a couple times so like it had it was performing well but the whole idea of boy bands not mm-hmm. being like not that five sauce is a boy band because people get <laughs> they're out men they're men and men. but like man groups <laughs> are you kidding my ass <laughs> Sorry, I had to delay that because I was thinking about what the quote was. I was like, there's a quote I want to say. What is it? There's a thing I want to say. <laughs> but that has never within the past, like, probably even before. Yeah, because even the Beatles weren't considered real music because it was music meant for just teenage girls. Yeah. And any group that has been marketed or predominantly has like that teenage young adult girl fan base is not considered real music. But and that's why Harry was discredited so much at the beginning of his career. I think TikTok has destroyed the music industry in ways that, not like... Not in a good way. Not in a good way. In ways of which, like, a song like ABCDEFU will go viral on TikTok, be in the top five of the, the Billboard. Billboard Top 100 for weeks on end, mm-hmm. but then nobody knows any other part of the song. Yeah. It's just because TikTok streams. Mm-hmm. And it's just because, like... I don't know. I think it really has ruined, ruined quality, quality, the quality music. of music, which I no don't offense know. to ABCDF. You don't know any of her other songs. so I can't speak exactly. to her. Yeah, because it's TikTok. All the other people, we know other ABBA songs, other Adele songs, other Kendrick songs, other, Beyonce. other yeah. Beyonce songs, other Lizzo songs, other Adele songs. Yeah. Not another one of her songs. No. Anyways. I don't know. I I'll think... get off my... No, stay on it. That's why we got a podcast. It's just us and our little soapboxes. Well, let's move on to a happier note. I saw five seconds of summer at one night only. I saw Harry at Chicago night one. I did not. We weren't together for any of those moments. They're going to think that we broke up and that we're dating. <laughs> we we're, were not queer We're baiting. not. We're not queer baiting. <laughs> night talking podcast canceled. <laughs> oh, queer baiting. how can you queer bait one of us is queer yeah queer bait but I guess that's kind of I guess that's kind of in the same way like how can I be racist my (laughs) friend is gay (laughs) oh my god I'm not even gonna finish the quote as what it was supposed to be because it's stupid no they got the gist of it yeah y'all get it they also think we're queer baiting canceled (laughs) and stupid that's what we are canceled racist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how would you describe this podcast <laughs> racist and stupid <sighs> i'm brown guys don't worry don't worry what were we saying oh we okay our original thought was that we were gonna do like a 2022 recap but maybe we just save that for another day guys there's so many one direction interactions yeah, literally. Liam is off. He's out of timeout. Officially. No, so true. Liam is officially off. So out of timeout. True. We're still worried about him. Yeah, but he's out of timeout. Nile is okay. So I love Nile. Remember in twenty twenty how we were like Liam is carrying the fandom. It's Nile now. It's Nile. It's Nile now. I feel like every year someone takes turns. First it was Liam in 2020, 2021. Louis? Yeah, because he had a so away from home. And then 2022, all Louis and maybe just Louis. Harry, did he do anything? No. When we say fandom, we're called like directions. 
Yeah, I'm not the, the Harrys. Not fuck the Harry. y'all. Hey, um, I'm a Harry. <laughs> no, solo Harrys. Oh, yeah. Or OT4s. Niall, I'm so excited. Niall is coming. He's coming. I am. No. <laughs> Amelia is my favorite. Wonder you know, Zane's single, Liam's single, Louis single, and Harry's single. No, hold it up. That's so opposite of everything of ever. Ever. I feel like Niall is such a precious little baby. He's my favorite ever. I love him so much. And I'm just so happy because Heartbreak Weather snubbed. It did not get the recognition it deserved because of mm-hmm. stupid little Miss Corona. And so I think I'm so excited for him to be on The Voice as well. Which oh, we're going to so have to give exciting. voice updates as well. But I think this is like going to be such a good album for him because he has that trajectory of him being like first bit of music in three years. And then also he has that voice audience to kind of. And the TikTok audience. The as TikTok much as I'm hating. As much as I hated TikTok music. It's not TikTok music. No. You know. No. Guys I'm going to say something. I flirted Harry. with a 30 year old man. I flirted with a man older than Harry Styles, and he flirted back. Actually, he flirted. I did with myself. I was going to say, you didn't flirt. I didn't. I, you get, I feel like you get nervous when you flirt. When yeah, you like you're nervous. blushy and red. You That's actually the whole podcast. Funny. It's only going to be, I flirted with a 30-year-old man. End of podcast. I flirted with a 30 year old man. Harry said, yeah. Clickbait. <laughs> How does he know what that is? Yeah. As it was, performance. Best thing I've ever seen in my life I fell to the ground I don't know if it's real or not but I saw TikToks and tweets saying that which maybe it's not real now that I'm saying it but how the floor was supposed to move in the opposite direction no because remember when he almost fell off yeah and then they like last minute had to switch the choreography I have no real reliable source for that though a source aka Twitter said their source was a dancer but also I don't know <gasps> Talk about the tweets that you found yesterday. Oh my gosh. I, you guys probably don't know who this is unless you were at the Austin shows, the Austin residency shows this past year. I don't even think we have Texas people watching, listening to this. Yeah, people. If have... you're from Texas and you're listening to this podcast, like and subscribe. <laughs> Give us a comment <laughs> on the podcast. Anyways, so there was this girl or this person, Susanna Joffe? Joffe? Joff? I don't know. They were able to open for Harry. Not open. Like, they weren't the opener, but... They were performing outside of the venue yes. before everyone went in. Yes, they were given permission by Harry and his team to perform, to perform outside of the venue for Harry's fans before the show started. So, anyways, they had recently liked a bunch of tweets, a bunch of unfortunate tweets saying oh wait i did see this (gasps) she said harry looks so sad during his grammy performance sad i hate people like that why would anyone be sad after winning a grammy anyways they liked comments that were like um there's no way realistically that white man had a better album than beyonce adele and bad bunny lmfao come on Harry Styles really think he in the in the minority because he wear funky ass dresses. Etc. 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 I want to add something. Yes. I think the Grammys inadvertently. The Grammys are racist. Yeah, they're not a good organization. No, they're not. Like, 
the whole thing well zane has said it before like fuck the grammys yeah and also about them after mac miller's died they invited his parents yes being like we're gonna honor your son and then mac miller didn't win the grammy and like a lot of artists are constantly snubbed out of the grammys and it's okay like i understand the hate coming from that but yeah. i feel like that's more grammys related and not harry related he didn't choose yeah. that he was gonna win the grammy the stupid grammys did well a lot of people aren't even considered for grammys that's the thing like you know i think heartbreak weather had the potential to be pop vocal album of the year or at least nominated yeah for 2020 nice did so good no one released they played nice to meet you at the grammys this year they did yes they yeah. did anyways um so they liked all these tweets and everyone is like like remember who your fan base is remember your audience because literally you only have this any coverage for this person yes i don't know what pronouns they use but okay. You only use any, like, the only music coverage you have is because Harry allowed you to perform for his fans before the show. That's, like, BT dub. Like, have respect. Have respect for your elders. Your elders. I'm out of my son. He paved the way. He did. It's like if Sunroom had said something against One Direction or against Louie. Yeah. Because... They're a good band. But nobody, no one who knows Louie has ever said anything bad about it. Same yeah. thing for Harry yeah. and Niall. So, like, I don't understand. They're good boys. That's just not tasteful. When your entire fan base, I'm not saying that, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I kind of do. Like, it's just distasteful. Or, like, if Jenny Lewis, like, she, mm-hmm. most of her, no, because I don't know enough about her music career. But I do know enough about Sun Rings. They got their big boost from opening for Louie. Or even fucking Five Sauce. They got their big boost from One Direction. Yeah. That's like if Callum tweeted fuck Harry Strauss, as if, not that he made your career, but, like, he started they would, it. He did. Like, Louis found them and, like, whatever. And I say that. Yeah. Oh, we live together now! We live together! That means podcast episodes every day. <laughs> New episode every day at okay. 2 a.m. I'm going to leave you with a question. What would your producer... What would your producer tag be? <laughs> this is Michael Clifford's Michael Clifford. It it's the one that it's like Michael. We got London on the track. You know that one? Day trip to ten. My favorite one, I think. I have never heard that one. From Mo Bamba, day trip to ten. I got hoes. Jason Derulo. Who else does it? DJ Khaled. My sauce needs one so bad. Michael does everything. It's good. That was good. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for being patient. If you guys are coming back with us from our hiatus, thank you. That was really cool of you. We're back. We're I hope you're so excited to continue yeah. this journey. I don't know when our next episode will be. It will not be weekly like no. we were doing last time. It, it was may also be summer. monthly. We'll do it whenever there's something to talk about because yeah. if we just turn the mic on and there's nothing to talk about we talk about sharks <laughs> <laughs> which we think is great content but it doesn't fit the theme of the pod yeah so let us know what your producer tag would be that's weird anyways follow us on tiktok my tiktok is sunflowerball.stitch follow me on wattpad my book is getting really good guys and the ending's gonna blow your mind <laughs> it's gonna be so good
you can follow me on Wattpad and read my story and leave me comments. There's this one girl, I don't know who she is. She comments on like every single paragraph and she's funny. Right. So if you're the girl commenting on my paragraphs, know that I see you and I appreciate you. I hear you. I hear I you are heard, you. you are seen, you are appreciated and valued and loved. Lindsay's. Well, my TikTok yeah. is TPWK. <laughs> what did you say? T I don't even know. I don't think I'll use it ever again. Lindsay, L I N D S E Y. Follow me on Archive of Our Own at DIY Butterfly Tattoo. And you know what? Subscribe to the Dolan Twins. I know they haven't made any new videos. All right. Thanks for watching. Treat people with kindness. What else do we say? Nobody. Nobody. Eh.